So the first question is, do you really enjoy having BTEC emojis? And the second question is, what other phones are out there? Welcome to the Dime Drop. What is up, my guys? Welcome to Season 1, Episode 6 of the Dime Drop Podcast. Um, yeah, so thanks for joining me. Um, I actually did record this outside. Um, but it was a bit chilly, so my voice is a bit shit again. That's a lame excuse, but it is what it is. Um, so yeah, we brought it back in here and there was a bit of noise going outside. So so yeah, I didn't get the clearest vocals. Um, but yeah, let's just get straight to it, man. Um, first question is, do you enjoy having BTEC emojis? So what I'm referring to here is the emojis that you get different from Android phones and from iOS phones. Um, this is the first sort of episode we're doing on tech. I'm a massive lover of tech, to be honest. And um, so, yeah, I just wanted to delve into something that I think we all have in our daily lives. Um, and, yeah, I just want to sort of maybe just touch upon the differences between sort of having an Android and an iPhone, really, as they, those are the two main sort of operating systems out there. Um, so, firstly, I just wanted to say that I personally have an iPhone. I've had an iPhone since 2007. Yeah, since the first one, 2007. To be honest, never even crossed my mind to get an Android. Um, and before that, I don't think I actually owned an Apple product. Oh, no, I had like an iPod Shuffle. Um, but yeah, man, so I wasn't like an Apple fanboy at that point. I was like, yo, this is cool. Let me get it. Let's see what, what I want. Um, even when people were getting Blackberries, I was like, yeah, nah, I'm sticking to my iPhone, man. Um, and yeah. I used to update quite often, I think, at the start. So I think I used to, I think I got 3GS after that, after the first one. So I got the first one, the 3GS. Then I think I got the iPhone 4 Plus, was it? 4S, 4S. Um, got that one. And then after that, I got iPhone 6. Then I got the iPhone 7. And then I kept my iPhone 7 for like three and a half years, and that literally all four years or something. And I just got the iPhone 12 last year, um, 12 Pro, because I just thought, yeah, I need a fucking upgrade right now. So yeah, that is basically my history on it. Um, and I think from my point of view, so I was never a Mac user before that, but I think being in sort of the Apple ecosystem, it just makes things a lot fucking easier, man. Like I can just transfer like airdrops files from my phone to my laptop. Um, and vice versa um, yeah so being in that and I can just like connect things to like iCloud so I always have backups there for me it's just like the ease of everything just everything being in sync I have an iTunes I use Apple Music and um, so switch from one to the other is really easy from my phone to my laptop um, but yeah man so for me that's that's what I really like I just think it saves time I think as humans we always try to look at how can we be sort of more efficient? We're a bit lazy, maybe. I think that's probably, I wouldn't say I'm a lazy human, but I think that is one thing that I'm probably lazy about. I can't be asked fucking like using those different operating systems all the time. So I was like, nah, man, let's just allow it. Let's just do this. Um, but going back a little bit, I think I just want to touch upon sort of like the market share between them. So I think I got some data up in 2009. Uh, when Symbian was a thing. Uh, so that was basically the operating system behind Nokia. Um, don't know if you guys remember Nokia. I mean, I'm guessing most of you do. Um, 
But yeah, so Nokia's were on Symbian. So that had like, in 2009, I think it had like a 35% uh, global sort of market share. And Apple was, at that point, so Apple had been out on the off in the phone market for two years. They had a, a share of about 34%. And Android in 2009 had 2% market share. It's mad to think about that. By 2012, Android had now risen to the top with a 27% market share. Apple was slightly lower at 24%, and Symbian was on the way down, like, plummeting. It was on 18% at that point. Um, just to mention as well, loads of people have BlackBerry, so I was really surprised that the BlackBerry OS only peaked at 16% market share, and that was in 2010, which I think is quite mad. Um, but yeah, from 2013 onwards, basically Android just kept growing and growing. And then in 2019, it reached its sort of peak of about 75% market share. Um, but Apple recently have had a bit of a surge back in 2021. Uh, it's gone to like 27% and Android's gone down to 72%. Um, so one thing I really want to talk about is why is Apple actually coming back in this um, when Android have sort of dominated for the majority of the 2010s? Um, so I did a bit of research on sort of different people who recently have actually started switching back to Apple from Android after having like five, six years on Android. And a lot of them, some of, some of like the main things that were mentioned was, one was updates. So if anyone's got an iPhone, you know you have to do these annoying updates. You have to do it on any, any operating system, to be honest. A lot for safety and just new features, new emojis. Um, but yeah, so if you have an Apple iPhone, you can like realistically have it for about five years and the new updates will still work on your phone. Whereas on the Android, it's up to three years. So it depends on how long you're thinking about keeping that phone to. Um, another reason why people said this was switching was the consistency of the camera on the iPhone. Now, if you compare the spec sheet, the iPhone is lagging behind competitors such as your Galaxies and things like that, other Android phones. But the way that it just integrates it into the system and the way it works, it just makes more of a consistency between your pictures like you're not going to take one really bad one one really good one they're all going to be pretty good um which isn't always seen in androids another thing is um the battery so usually batteries have always been shit on iphones um but because the way that it's integrated into apple because apple produced the hardware and the software Recently, their batteries, although they've not been the biggest, have actually been a lot more efficient. So the latest one that I've got, for instance, I can sometimes, like, if I'm working, I don't have to charge it throughout the whole day. Um, which, for my iPhone 7, I remember, oh my God, I had to, at the end, by the end, I was charging like two, three times a day. because it was just mental, the battery on that. Um, another feature, which I think I touched upon earlier, was the ability to just back things up. It's so much easier on the iPhone, apparently. So you can just back things up to the iCloud straight away, your photos um, and anything else, really, your music, anything like contacts, whatever it is, back it to the iCloud and you can access it from there everywhere. I know there are sort of different cloud services that you can register to and buy and pay for online. But when it's just like all Apple-based, I think it's, it's just so much easier. Everything's in sync. You don't have to select anything, really. It's just, yeah, all right, do this, this, boom. Um, another thing is privacy now in the last couple of years privacy has been a massive issue um, we've had reports from for instance like Amazon with the Amazon Echo um, yeah so they, they had to sort of 
say that actually yeah they do use information from people without consenting i think it was i think it was a couple of years ago but they've changed that now i think and google do the same it's why google and amazon's voice recognition is a lot better than apple's um because they sort of use your data in a way that you probably don't want them to use it um and apple always say we're all about privacy privacy is number one concern to us um so yeah i think people because of that especially recently have thought you know what I'd rather be more sort of secure, so we'll switch back to iPhones. Um, and I think the last thing, which doesn't affect me to be honest, is sort of the resale value. So the resale value on an iPhone is generally a lot higher than an Android phone. Um, I think Apple is still seen as a, like, a very sort of luxury brand in that sense, and I think that might have something attached to it. Whereas Android is across loads of different brands. Um, but yeah, that, I think that's all I really want to touch upon. And basically just say do you actually enjoy having an android though because for me like i get just annoyed with the emojis man i think they look kiddish as fuck but i mean that's that's up to you i cannot advise you to do differently that's just my suggestion (laughs) right then the second question that i wanted to touch on was what other phones are out there so yeah i mean generally obviously you have your the iOS versus Android, but iOS, like I said, only runs on Apple, uh, so you're only going to get in the iPhone. With Android, it runs on loads of different companies. Um, so we'll start with the main one. I think most people know about this: Samsung Galaxy. Um, so they've got an S20 that came out last year. It's the main competitor uh, to the iPhone, and on paper, it's better. Like, I'm not going to lie to you; it's got like like super megapixel cameras like over 100 megapixels i think it's 108 megapixels i'm not mistaken um the screen is 120 hertz refresh rate um which apple didn't apparently they were rumored to do in the 12 but apparently because of the pandemic they couldn't do it uh so they're apparently they're bringing it into the iphone 13 uh, which basically just means like you know when you're scrolling through um everything's just a lot smoother and like your text can be read quick like if you're scrolling your text gets blurry it's less blurry on a 120 hertz uh, refresh rate screen so that's something to look out for um people i've never used one because obviously i've always been iphone people have said when they use one they find it really hard to go back to a 60 hertz which is the the iphone 12 which i've got um so yeah i mean it's got a lot more features as samsung has like they always try to come out with the newest feature straight away um so yeah i mean if you're into like new gimmicks and things like that yeah it's let's just like packed with them like you could their optical zoom is amazing like you can zoom into something i don't know so you can see like the neighbors behind me there you can probably zoom into like their windows sort of thing like super clarity obviously a bit creepy but it's what it is um but yeah so that's samsung they are fairly they're in like the same sort of ballpark in uh as the iPhones, to be honest. Um, but yeah, that's them. You also got Google Pixel. So I know about a year ago, they released like 4A, which got sick reviews. They've released a 5, I think at the back end of last year, Google Pixel 5, which they've taken out. So they, Google tend to go for like a cheaper phone. So you're going to get a really good deal in terms of value for money. Then they take out a few premium features sometimes. So like they haven't got Face ID on, uh, on the new one. Um, but in general, they're very good phones for their money. Um, and yes, yeah, like Google, are, like they look good. The phones look good. 
Uh, they work very well, as you would expect a Google phone to, um, with their integration with their software. So, yeah, Google is another Android phone, which apparently is really good. Um, we've got, like, some of the more... I want to say, I'm not going to say dodgy, but obscure ones, let's say. So there's OnePlus Pro, which I don't think is as obscure anymore. It's basically like kind of replaced the HTC, which is around a few years ago, I feel. Um, so it's basically like the Samsung, to be honest. It's got f like so many features. It's just a bit more rogue, so it's still got like your 108 megapixel cameras, your super opt optical zoom, um, and things like that. It's just the layout might be slightly different from the Samsung. So the price point is pretty much the same. And it's like proper that flagship sort of feel. Uh, and then the last one I wanted to touch upon because I've so I, I watch basically a fuckload of tech podcasts and stuff um, while I'm working. Like I just have like YouTube on in the background. Um, so just a few of them that I just want to shout out, like Marcus Brownlee, uh, Mister Who's the Boss, uh, Lou Later. So yeah, they're they're like the three main ones that I like looking at, and then. They're always coming up with like new obscure phones and things like that. Um, so this one has got highly rated from all of them. Um, so Xiaomi Mi 11. Um, so Xiaomi is a Chinese company who up until I think last year or the year before wasn't even selling outside of China. Now they are. So you can buy it in the UK now. But when it was just in China, the, their phones were like ridiculously cheap. They're like equivalent to like two, 200 quid or something. And they were on the spec level of like a brand new iPhone, which is like a grand or something like that. Ridiculous. Um, but now they do have a presence in the UK. So I think you can buy the new Xiaomi Mi 11 for I think 750. And yeah, it's... This is like, obviously it's a lot cheap, still a bit cheaper than the iPhone. But their, um, their sort of specs and stuff are a lot better than the iPhone on paper. And people say, like, the people who I've heard review it always say it's amazing, like, it's absolutely amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, you do have to pay slightly higher in the UK, but it's still a lot cheaper than the iPhone. So that's something to maybe check out, maybe look at. Who knows if you're into that obscure shit. Um, but yeah, just just ending on that, we might as well move to our dimes now. Um, so our dimes that I wanted to really drop here was, one, just don't follow the crowd, man. Do what's best for you in it. So... Like I mentioned, if you're into like the newest features or the newest shit, maybe don't go for an iPhone. Um, and if you're into like all these like zooming in loads and whatever, editing photos like that, then go for maybe an Android phone. If you're into consistency and something like a simple layout, something that's going to sync across all your devices, depends what you, if you have a Mac, for instance, maybe look at getting an iPhone. If you might might want to get an Apple Watch as well with that, and they connect with AirPods and everything so seamlessly. Um, one thing I didn't mention is Apple does 4K video now. The iPhone 12 did from from then on. So their videos are insane, and they also do this pro uh, pro raw edit uh, for photos as well. So if, if you're really into photography, uh, you can edit them a lot easier and a lot better um, using that sort of format um, afterwards. So just think about that. It depends. Like I said, do what's best for you and what you're into. Um, Think about other devices, like I mentioned, use around the house compatibility. If you've got, um, maybe you're you're thinking about getting a new sort of Alexa sort of thing. So Apple have like a HomePod Mini now, which you can get. Again, seamless connectivity throughout all devices. Also think about resale value, if that's your thing. So if you want a higher resale value, generally Apple 
do sort of commend a high resale value. So that might be something you want to go towards. Um, and I think the last one is going back to sort of what was first mentioned why people are switching back to the iPhone was the lifespan. If you're looking for a larger lifespan, because obviously phones aren't moving as forward as quickly as they were maybe like five years ago. And you're thinking, you know what, I might keep this for like a few years. If you're looking for a longer lifespan, go for an iPhone, generally, just because of the update thing. So like I mentioned at the start, you'll be able to update for up to five years from purchase. You Well, five days from when it came out, sorry. Whereas an Android generally is up to three years. So yeah, that was basically it. I hope you enjoyed that first tech episode. Um, I will be doing more of these. As like I said, I'm massively into it. Um, but yeah, just drop us a suggestion if you want to discuss anything else. Um, hit us up on Instagram. That's where we're most active. So that's at D I M E D R O P. Add me personally. That's at HB underscore five two nine one. Just dropped my last song off my EP this weekend called Calling. Go check that out. And yeah, that's it. Wish you all good Easter. Peace.